0: We hear all the time the age-old saying, home is where the heart is. And while I'm a complete believer in the concept, I think you can reverse the words to gain deeper clarity in what it means to establish a healthy home. Heart is where the home is. As women and men alike, I believe we are constantly cultivating a place for us to reside in peace, contentment, and happiness. If we are duly working on developing that from a heart placement and posture each day, That comfortability leads into the place where we get to go with our heart, wherever that place may be. Today's guest relishes in all things home and heart through her gifting of art. She does what she loves and she brings that passion into her home. And that is truly an admirable trait when we so often can let our homes be cultivated out of worldly gesture versus heart influence. I hope today you take away some resourceful insight into pursuing your own passions finding yourself within those passions, and truly fostering a heart within yourself that you are happy to live with day by day. We are all in pursuit of something more. Wherever, whatever, or whoever your more is, I want to help you get there wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment. I learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's about the wholeness of our heart and the root of our joy. This isn't a fitness podcast. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy. This isn't confusing religious banter. This is a whole body health checkup focusing on the heart. This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers and lifestyle shapers. We explore and share our messy comeback stories to wholeness. If you're one step away from achieving your idea of something more, tune in for practical, fun, and healthy ways to ignite yourself into even more. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamerlene Andres. There is no better time than now to get fit. We are so excited to be here. Um, this is going to be kind of a different episode for me. So while you were just mentioning it's a little bit out of your normal, yes. first podcast? Very first podcast. Whoop, 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 very <laughs> first podcast. This will be my very first podcast interviewing somebody that I don't really know. And so my husband and I, whenever um, I started like kind of brainstorming about what Fit and Faith was going to be, what the podcast was going to be about, who, what type of people I wanted to bring on. Um, you definitely suit the genre of type. However, one of the main things was I am very like worrisome over who I trust the mic with because okay. I feel like, What you put out into the world Mm -hmm. is, it's a representation of me and my heart. And so everybody that's been on here really Mm -hmm. has been decently close friends, if not somebody that I've been around for months or years at a time. So the reason that I felt so inclined and so like drawn Mm -hmm. to you is this like, calm nature that you have when you're on your own, um, your own feeds mm-hmm. and what you do and how you present yourself is just beautiful. Thank you. Thank so I'm excited for the viewers who are here with us on Facebook live. And then eventually the podcast listeners to just hear your heart about all the things that you've been putting out into the world. Um, be it your passion projects or mm-hmm. your family or friends or however that looks So this is Reese Jackson, and um, the reason I got connected with her is she started, it popped up on my newsfeed, something called Home and Heart Centered, and that just speaks to me because my home is a place of comfort and a place that I'm constantly pouring into, but a place that also pours into me, and so I know that's really important, and then of course everything that I do with Fit and Faith is all about the heart, and everyone, you know, hears fitness, and you think of your muscles and your nutrition and your fitness, and you're like, oh, you're a your personal trainer. And I'm like, I was for a long time, but that's not what it's about. It really no. comes down and boils down to the heart. And yes. so I'm excited to see why you did this kind of spin-off of your own business, and just tell me all the things. Okay. Wherever you want to start, jump <laughs> Absolutely. in. Absolutely.
1: Well, I am, by trade, an artist and illustrator. Yeah. My profession, if you want to get technical, is actually graphic design. So okay. I went to VCU School of the Arts. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to art school, and we, we learned graphic design there, And as well as I've always loved painting. Yeah. Uh, I actually was working as an admin at a local, local real estate office okay. for a while, and a lot of the realtors there were just really looking for more meaningful, thoughtful mm-hmm. closing gifts. Yeah. And so I, from there, just became known as the Closing Gift Girl. So (laughs) So I specialize in illustrating watercolor home portraits. Yeah, they're gorgeous. A lot of my clients are, happen to be realtors. But I also do commissions outside of that as well. And uh, that's how it started. But everything that I do, I love to pour my heart into it. And I think that's important and also serve um, your audience while you're doing that. So I came up with this community, branched off of my Barefoot Bungalow business, yeah. and uh, I've been doing the Barefoot Bungalow business. It started out as a side hustle, and it kind of just took off unexpectedly, so which awesome. is amazing. I really yeah. love enjoying doing that and painting and yeah. doing what I love. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've been doing that for about two, two and a half years okay. now, okay. and so I just wanted to get a more intimate connection with my audience. Awesome. yeah and just really serve them better. Uh, So I'm gonna be teaming up also with other local small businesses Mm -hmm. and creative entrepreneurs in the area and showcasing them because it's so important to support
0: Local small so businesses. It, is. it so mm. is. And that's like what our community thrives off of, and every community should thrive off Absolutely. of. Absolutely. Um, I was just at a really cool event this past weekend uh, with Kristen Crowley, who just launched something called the Well Fit Social. Okay. Um, Kristen was the news um, weather gal on WTKR, News Channel 3, for I think 12 years. And so we connected through something at the Annex, which oh, it nice. seems to be a great we deal. We love the Annex. Yes, yes, the Annex is amazing. <laughs> Megan, you rock. Hi, Megan. Um, so having somebody who's in support of that same thing, mm-hmm. and she gets it. She gets that it's all about community, not competition. That's what it's all about. And collaborating. Yes. So Kristen put on something specifically in the genre of, like, wellness, the wellness community. So health and fitness professionals, um, personal trainers were there, nutritionists were there. Um, Jim White spoke from Jim White Fitness. And... And another news anchor who had lost 100 pounds shared her journey to that um, that goal and living life after that. And so there was about 60 people there who just came with this desire to truly just collaborate and not be, oh, you're a personal trainer. You're going to steal my client because that's not what it's about. I don't don't like those vibes. No, (laughs) it was horrible. But it was just this space. Everyone was so welcoming, so great. And having people on the podcast and being able to share you with the Community of people that follow me, that's like what it's all about. I love it. It's I, so cool. I
1: am absolutely, I like to call myself a hopeless romantic okay. in the terms of just always have this idealistic idea about women coming together and empowering each other and supporting each other, no cattiness yes. or competition or anything yes. like that. I am a hopeless romantic for I that, for sure. I've been cool. like that for a while. So yes. to actually find and come into alignment and have the women find me, you yeah. know, when you are finally in alignment. Yes. They, you know, before I would just always go look for it or yeah. try to force things yeah. and it just wouldn't work out. Yeah. And, now the women that are supporting me and around me and that I find every
0: day now yeah, it's amazing so good. and it really is I think if it starts if it's starting with you mm-hmm. which it ha- is whether you're trying to force it or whether it comes organically it starts with you it becomes this space of like freedom that you mm-hmm. can just say I don't know it just it just finds me like it's, love it's just found yes. me when I stopped looking for love when you, you know, know? You know. It just, yeah. yeah so it's really cool I was in a conversation with a good friend the other day and she said she's kind of been on the hunt for like a best friend which Mm -hmm. sounds really weird but when you're in your 30s especially (laughs) if you're a new mom like oh yeah there's so many components to that that are really lonely and you are then jumped into social media world and you see all the besties together all the time and you have this idealized concept of like, what a friendship that's, you know, your best person, that one person that you go to other than your spouse. And so she's been like, kind of like looking and like, it's Mm -hmm. interesting to hear her heart for that. But it, I really feel like my response to her was, why does it have to be one? Why does one person have to fill every need that you're trying to get met with Mm -hmm. when in actuality there's a multitude of people and multitude of people surrounding you already. You just might have a different like perspective on where you're trying to get filled and how you're trying to get filled in those friendships.
1: I absolutely can relate to that. That resonates with me so much because that was me for a while, kind of desperate for that perfect bestie. And I think social media does paint it. Everybody just shows their highlight reels, and so So it paints it in a way that you have this idea in your head that you're just going to have this one bestie that's going to be perfect, you know, partner in crime and help you through everything and support you through everything, and you are so right, though. I I like the way you worded that and the perspective on it's a tribe. There may be... Multiple facets and people that yeah. can lend different characteristics and
0: different things that help balance you and support you Very as a person. Very true. Very mm-hmm. true. Because unless it's your replica, or it would actually be your antithesis that would then fill you in the areas that you don't need to be fed or that you need to be fed would be, it'd be, you'd be too similar or too different that something would clash. So I have, you know, my best friend that I look for, for this specific thing, my best friend who I work out with, my best friend who I know is a total foodie and we can go eat. And my girlfriend that I lean on for faith that are my prayer warriors and the girlfriends that are moms that I can get my family together with mm-hmm. and the girlfriends that I can call that I know aren't moms and they're going to go out with me. And so it's, you have to have like all of those that's people and balance. that's why a tribe is so important, So important. but to be open to the fact that you, you're not just doing it to get, but it's all about this yes. symbiotic give and get relationship, Absolutely. which is exactly what we're doing here. Yes. It's so awesome. I'm so grateful for you. Thank so, you. It launched last. How many weeks did the heart-centered space uh, not even happen? A month, maybe. Okay. I think it's going on three weeks ago. So fun. So yeah. tell people more than just the fact that it was kind of the spinoff to have this intimacy. What does that intimacy look like? If you could design your perfect, like let's flash forward three years from now, what does that community do? How do they come together?
1: Well, I definitely wanted the Facebook group to be a place of support for moms, for home life, for any of the struggles. And eventually, I was hoping to do um, workshops or maybe group events, and we can just come together and collaborate, even with local businesses or just local moms or local just the community. I just wanted to be community-based and um, gather and maybe have events that we can meet each other and yeah. really talk about these things. Awesome. A lot of the posts that I do on my page are about my artwork, but yeah. the captions are a lot about home and yeah. what home means to me and what home means to everyone else. So I. Just to come together and talk about that and um, come together even on our similarities and differences and
0: what we're going through mm-hmm. is what I was hoping for. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So tell me if you were to describe your home, and I've seen many of your posts, so I, I do kind of get a vibe for that. What is, what does, it, what does home mean to you and maybe what it meant to you circa 10 years ago versus what it means now? How has it evolved?
1: Well, I always kind of felt guilty for having Mm. a great home and a great childhood. And not everyone is as fortunate to Mm -hmm. have a great home. So I do donate a lot to stand up for kids and all of that as well as the homeless teens in the area. Uh that is so much in alignment with my heart. Yeah. So I was fortunate to have a great home and I have great such great memories. Yeah. And just the looking back and feeling the warmth, just those memories that you have and Lucky enough, my my parents still have the home that I grew up in, wow. and it's five minutes down the road wow. from where I live. That's awesome. So uh, I can just go in there and still have flashbacks. But yeah. just those feelings yeah. of just the yard, everything like yeah. surrounding it, the street, your neighbors, inside of the walls of your home, yeah. laughter, just family support, mm. tears, just everything. Yeah. When you have that that loving home and support, um, I not only want to represent that, and yeah. also stress how important that is, yeah. and that home is so, so important. We need to pour into our homes and really put our heart into yeah. there. It needs to be a space yeah. of comfort and support, but also to support those who not really had that. Yeah, uh, so I just want to look
0: at both sides of it and try yeah. to, do the best I that's can. That's amazing. Do. So what, um, you have, you're married? Yes. I have two kids? Just one. One kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. I saw a, what, cause she had not only done the homes, but she was doing back to school pictures. You yep. we were doing back to school pictures and I'm like, Oh my gosh, is this our babies? So one kiddo. have yep, One son. He's five. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> Mine's right between. So we've got a four year old and a six year old, but oh, boys yeah. are lots of energy. Lots they of fun. are fun. Did he start kindergarten? He did. How is that for you? Oh. <sighs> It's, uh, <laughs> I wasn't ready. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah. Um,
1: it's getting better. Yeah. I was worried he was, he is a clinger. He's okay. a mama's boy. Yep. So I was worried that he was just going to break my heart and not want to get yeah. on the bus or sure. just cling to me. Yeah. But he was super excited. So that helped a little bit, yeah, but you absolutely. know, just keeping myself super busy. So I don't think about it as much.
0: Sure. Well, <laughs> good timing to have the home and heart center yes. space and the beach, there bungalow to like, Kind of launch off Mm -hmm. of as he goes in full time, you get to go in full time. I feel
1: like it was just I was feeling the need of extra support. Yeah, that's awesome. All of these ideas started coming, and it's probably what it stemmed from. Honestly, I was getting
0: nervous. Absolutely, closer the first day was coming. (laughs) We'd love to hear any of the other mothers who are out there who just sent their babies off for the first time. Maybe it was even preschool. Maybe you're in the next bracket and you're jumping up to middle school. You'll have to ping us and let us know how you're handling it now, especially because you got your feet wet and. And Dorian happened, so mm-hmm. then you had a long weekend. So it was almost like starting all over again for yeah, so many people um, on Monday. So I am most interested in you had said that you felt guilty about having like this healthy home. Where did that guilt stem from?
1: Um, at the root of it, I'm not quite sure. I've yeah. always felt just so much empathy mm. for anyone that's having a harder time or, mm-hmm. you know, not exactly as fortunate as I was growing up or yeah. even now. Yeah. And so it's a struggle that I've been dealing with just to balance and not get so down on myself because it's not yeah. in my control, but just yeah. twist it in a way where I focus my work and serving others yeah. to, that's good. to that cause. And along
0: serving, I feel like it's a Um, a depraved area for so many people coming from broken homes now trying to establish their own home as the antithesis for what they grew up as Mm -hmm. and yet they have no example for how that's supposed to look or they came from a healthy home and they've now stepped into something that's unhealthy and they don't know how or why to like how do I go back and yet they're already in this space so I feel like you could be even a voice for creating that healthy home knowing that you've had it for so long Mm -hmm. and it's not just stemmed from what you've experienced in your creating your own home, but the home that your parents cultivated for you.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's, I'm excited to see where it can go because there's so much potential and where it can grow into and how it can help others. Yeah. I'm
0: just starting out but I'm excited. Yeah, it's really good. Mm -hmm. That's the best part to be is you want to be, when you're starting you better be excited (laughs) because there's a lot to come and if you're not, you know, if you're not fully bought into your own passion and fully understand the whys or the hows that you get there, it's so easy to turn off track. Oh, yeah. For instance, mm -hmm, this is my own problem. (laughs) For a long time, I was like jumping on all the MLM bandwagons and like, oh, "Oh, yeah, I could do that. Oh, yeah, I could do that. And I had the entrepreneurial spirit, but I was never bought into what they were doing. Right. It's not coming from your own heart. Right. Mm -hmm. And so cultivating that and trying to figure out, okay, and and I know that they're super amazing for certain people and they are bought in from a different angle than what I ever was. I use Young Living, I do essential oils, I have Monette, the hair product, I do oh, yeah. you know, I have all the things. But I was never fully bought in for my own investment, for my own home. Um, And so I wanted to know, okay, Tamara, you have all these entrepreneurial thoughts and and ideas and passions. What can you do that then serves versus taking something that's already been done? Because I, not to say that you have to reinvent the wheel or start from scratch. Um, But I just was in that space where I knew that there had to be something more from within for me to stick with it.
1: And it's kind of difficult too, because when you find yourself as a multi-passionate creative, yes. it's kind of like you can be all over the place and to learn how to figure out what is really for you. Yeah. It, that's something that I've been struggling with too. So yeah. it's kind of, I have all of these overflow of ideas yeah, and Ooh, I want to do this and you get super excited about all these different things, mm-hmm. but just to kind of slow down and yeah. really meditate on it and Absolutely. pray on it. Yeah. And Make sure that this is exactly what my yes. soul is calling me to do. This is yeah. what is in
0: alignment right now. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And I think like also knowing, and this is a part of my journey and that experience of guilt is like that mom guilt space that so many people experience is that we are moms, We're wives, we're employees at other places. And yet we have these passion projects that we want to cultivate. And I would feel guilty leaving my kids when it was bedtime in order to go pursue that. And be like, oh gosh, like I want to create this healthy home. And yet is my stepping away breaking what I had already built? And so kind of going back and forth, my husband declared me this weekend and my daughter too, poor thing, that we have serious case of FOMO that I always want to experience what they're about to experience with them on the first time because they're little. So my son was going to learn to wakeboard this, this weekend. And I was like, well, I want to be on the boat, but it was a situation where I might not be on the boat. And I'm like, well, I want to take pictures. I want to see his first expression. I want to know if it happens. What if it happens? And i I miss it. And he's like, well, it's going to be your first time. The first time you experience it the same emotions are going to be created. I'm like, no, I don't agree. I think I need to be there. <laughs> so he always, like, me you live in this space, but I feel like when you're living in that space of FOMO and that mom guilt, you are not, you're not giving your full presence to the space that you're supposed to be in in that moment, mm-hmm. the space that the passion that's being cultivated within you, the place that your soul is being called to. Mm-hmm. And so being, and you hear about being present, and if you can not, it's not about compartmentalizing all of the people that we are because we wear multiple hats, but it's knowing that this is my time to be with you, right? And, and my kids are safe and taken care of and in the places where they need to be. Um, and I trust that their home, their center, their alignment within themselves is being taken care of. I wouldn't just like, okay, dip right. out, I'm out, I'll see you later. But I think that it's really important for us to let go of that guilt and know that this is a place that we're also being called to and that this is a passion. This is something that you've prayed over, thats that you're stepping into when all these people come knocking, say, come on my podcast, guest spot on my blog, come do this video with me, come yeah. on my live. It isn't like you have, I mean, you've been working, of course, towards it, but you aren't necessarily asking for it.
1: Right, and it can come off overwhelming, or anxiety can set in. It's when you're trying to manifest certain things, and then they happen really fast, and it's like... Oh, then you go back in your shell a little bit. At least I do. I do that sometimes. But I feel it's a a struggle a lot of women deal with, and even when it goes back to the saying, "Like, what is your why?" Mm -hmm. And a lot of women I hear, "My children are my why," and absolutely they are part of your why. Yeah, but I want to hear the other part of your why Mm -hmm. too. And so good. I I hear that a whole lot, and that's the first thought in my head. Yes, we love our kids. Yeah, of course. But I hope you're living for yourself as well, and at least trying to find your sole
0: purpose at the same time. So important. It's so true. And it's something I often see it being in the space of like creating retreats for women and Mm -hmm. having a place where they're, you know, fully immersing themselves, just them without the kids, um, and hearing people's responses of why they can't be there. And obviously kids I get it. Like your yes. schedule, you've got to get them here and there and all of the things when daddy's deployed or daddy's at work Absolutely. or or daddy's at home, whatever that that picture looks like of your home, but um I've then seen fast forward 20 years where there's the women in their 50s and 60s who are just now for the first time coming into yeah. who they are because who they were was so wrapped up in their child. Just mom, yep. Yeah, and it's not a place I want to be. I want my kids to know that I know who I am right now mm-hmm. so that that gives them the freedom to experience who they are right now. Absolutely. I've just showing your children that there is a balance yeah, yeah. important.
1: Absolutely. Too. It's really going to make a difference for them and for
0: them to see that perspective as well yes. as they grow. Absolutely. So health healthy homes Mm -hmm. right so tell me about what do you do from like a nutrition and fitness perspective for your own body to create that balance because that is such an important space of it and I haven't seen you talk much about it because that's not really like your genre no so tell me where are you in that journey in your own life I have made some huge shifts
1: in my diet lifestyle um I don't eat meat anymore. Okay, okay. and cool. I just started that in April.
0: Okay, how's so, that been going? My husband wants to do this, and I'm like, I don't know how can it. do it. You I mean,
1: it. it's been back and forth for about five years now, okay. but it's been a struggle when you're married to someone who just
0: loves <laughs> meat. Like
1: a lot of men are just huge meat eaters, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And I've always been weird about even touching or preparing yeah. meat. I, for a while, I would just do crock pot meals where <laughs> I didn't have to touch <laughs> it. I'll just not work and just <laughs> just dump it, it in, in there. there. <laughs> that's, that's what awesome. was working for me for a while, but that's then awesome. I still couldn't enjoy as much when it was done just yeah. for me to eat it. I'll take a few bites sure. and then I wouldn't have an appetite for How it.
0: interesting, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that was just my I mean, um, feeling change. on it, yeah. and it's just like, okay, enough's enough. I need to just do this for me. Everybody's yeah. journey is different, and even if you're married to someone or if your kid just likes chicken nuggets and pizza. My <laughs> yes. kid, he likes chicken nuggets and pizza, but he of also course. likes broccoli yeah, and fruit okay. and green beans and all that too so it's a
0: balance but I just had to do it for myself. That's awesome that's Mm -hmm. really awesome yeah I would my husband's probably the opposite so I'm like I want meat I feel like I need meat to be protein and it's not because I really like meat versus really liking alternatives I've had a friend who makes me this incredible like um Cajun chickpea like meal, it's mm-hmm. amazing. It's so good, and it tastes like meat because there's that cajun the component. Yeah. The flavoring is really what it is. She's made me tofu stuff, Sabrina. I'm shouting you out. <laughs> she owns a company called Meal, Mule, uh, Mule, Fuel Meal Prep. So she will meal prep for people. She's also yeah, a personal check trainer. Her out. Yeah, Sabrina's yes. awesome. Um, she's actually cooking at the retreat coming up, so she'll be there as a personal chef and a personal trainer. Um, but she has taught me that, like, okay, I can change my mindset. Yep. It's from being little, you know, they have the pyramid of like, okay, you're supposed to have this in your meal, this mm-hmm. in your meal, this in your meal, and, and this is a well-balanced meal. Come to find out, because my this is my husband's like super passion project, I just am the right wing coming from it, is that he He was like, that, that was cultivated by man. That was never a plan. That's not what, mm-hmm. e- why you need to eat. Even breakfast was, breakfast, lunch, and dinner were designed. By man. Absolutely. Do you think that when people hunted and gathered that they had the privilege of eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner? No. No. I was just
1: having that conversation with my husband, actually, the other day.
0: So they have to wake up really early, before the sun even rises, just to go get the food. That then there's going to have to be prepped and created later, and then the wives are probably out harvesting and and everything at the Absolutely. farm. Because but
1: I said it's overrated for us to just have to eat these yeah. many times so even easy. though I know for our metabolism, yep. you to
0: yeah, But yeah, I did course. bring
1: up in the past that how did you think they did that? Because it was a lot harder work. I'm sure yeah. they didn't they didn't eat that many times throughout no. the day. They there's no time had to work there. Yes. Like their whole life was preparing to, for survival yes. and their food, yes. yes. So
0: and they stretched it out. Yeah, they have to. They would and and I remember like my grandparents talking about and even my my um, my parents about how they would eat spam or they they didn't have all of these options and you didn't go to the grocery store and search for hours for looking for something new and finding and discovering new stuff. It was just this is what you had. Yeah, yeah. we're a little spoiled with convenience and variety. Yes, very very much. <laughs> So, so thank you for answering that. Do you have any like preference on? Do you like to do yoga or anything as far as your personal movement? I'm gonna challenge you a little bit if you uh, say no, <laughs> and it's okay if you do. I okay. I've
1: been. This is a personal struggle. Yeah. Right now. Okay. Right now that yeah. I'm working on. Okay. I brought a, I bought a trampoline for my home. Cool. So I've been. What do they call it? Tramping. Yeah. They think tr- it's tr- something tramping. something
0: like probably wouldn't be the right. Word. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hold on. That's not. <laughs> we're yes, out there, so there floating is. around Maybe that just people jumping. yeah <laughs> that's yeah you're right
1: that doesn't sound right
0: it's <laughs> uh, awesome it might have to be the title of this episode <laughs> my work uh, <laughs> okay so you've um, been jumping yes absolutely. that's awesome that's mm-hmm. really fun. Do they have, like, YouTube videos or anything They for do have exercise. YouTube videos you can
1: follow along.
0: That's really And so really I just cool. pull it up on
1: my big screen yeah. in my living room, and I'm just bouncing. That's awesome. <laughs> How do you feel? I can't. I don't have that much stamina for it right now. Okay. I well, don't yeah. last
0: that long. Sure. Because so, yep. it's, like, really. <laughs> You're like, whoa. It's our own legs. <laughs> good though yeah get you some toning in there that's yes. awesome I mean especially if you I mean taking the jump to do that in your your nutrition and that diet component that's a really strict thing to have to do mm-hmm. it takes a lot of like willpower to say no to this yes. right so if you can engage that in that other component you're gonna feel amazing come next April yeah, like you have say have a, love it's a hate relationship with exercise exercise
1: definitely is it just the sweat or I find that if If I dedicate, okay, I'm going to start going to the gym or I have, I set way too high of Mm. goals for myself. Mm. So I'm trying to shift my mindset on it where this is just healthy for me. This is just detox for my body. I don't have crazy goals of changing my body or doing all that. So that's I'm awesome trying to work on that mindset because in the past it was just always i would be yeah way really too strict. hard on myself sure. i do like hot yoga though yeah hot yoga is awesome that's how i lost all of my baby weight after okay. i gave birth to my son nice yes i gained a lot of weight Yeah. i was yeah. Like, i gotta get this off i right. knew i had to do something very was that the first time that you like really exercised
0: yoga? or just in general oh. or yeah pretty much i guess yeah That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends who I remember when I started getting my personal training license in my young 20s, my target market was like 40-year-olds and not intentional. That's just, again, what came to me. And because all of my friends, for the most part, like they didn't struggle in that area. They're small. They're mm-hmm. like the same size. Maybe they gained that freshman 15 in, in college, yeah. but they were still out drinking and, and hanging out and no one was married with kids at this point. So right. that wasn't their emphasis at all. And then I always knew my mom would always say specifically, like when they have kids, wait till they have kids. And we were in the maternity realm at that point. And so I knew like, this is going to change. And now to see my, my friends in this now 30 year old phase where most of them have had kids, some haven't yet, but that is absolutely the next engaging thing. Cause you're like, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. I'm out of my comfort zone. This isn't what I've ever been used to. How do I get back to yeah. what I'm comfortable with? Um, and it's not the same because you're, you've are you just had the miraculous gift of birthing right. a child. It's something
1: to get used to. you got to
0: find your right,
1: yeah. whatever's right
0: for you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, wait. Hold up. Before the episode continues, can you do a mic drop before the one-liner? I don't know if that's a thing, but I'm here to tell you about my girl Morgan with Heart Designs. Part of my passion is helping to illuminate the gifts within others. And this girl y'all she's a superstar when it comes to all things digital marketing from my pdf freebies to my website to logos or even event publicity she's my go-to girl and she can be yours too go check her out now at www.heartdesigns.org i mean really this podcast wouldn't even work if i didn't have her don't waste another minute She'll be the mic drop to your dream. So how did you discover painting as a passion? Because my sister is an artist as well, and I just think it's amazing. And I like to, like, paint big things. Like, I could do big words and lettering from when I was on marketing committee in high school. But little stuff other than I did paint belly casts. Did you know that about oh, me? Oh, no. Oh, uh, that's would be, cool. Was so cool. So I painted Belly Cast for eight years. Oh, wow. And with alongside the Mom and Me Boutique. Mom, you're amazing. Love you. She's <laughs> taken that over. It last three years ago. Um, but yeah, so we would cast women um, fully pregnant. And then whatever their nursery theme was, whatever they were passionate about, we would put onto these canvas bellies that we had just created. It's beautiful. I feel like your watercolor would look better than my art, though. Oh.
1: I had to see what you did. Yeah, I will yeah, show you. It I'll totally show yeah. you.
0: So what? how watercolor, because I think it's so stunning. It's so good. You're so intricate yeah. at it.
1: Uh, I started out with mainly acrylic. Okay. My parents are not artistic. Okay. But my mom had, one of my mom's first cousins that she grew up with was her best friend, yep. ended up being like my second mom. Oh, I love it. She was the one who instilled art in me okay. and my sister. So me, uh, my sister and I are both uh, artists, artists painters and graphic Indeed. designers
0: mm-hmm. that's awesome so uh,
1: i think it just came a lot from her we would follow her a lot to her studio mm. and just watch her all the time it started at a really young age just as far as i can remember that's uh, amazing so i've always enjoyed it as far as watercolor yeah. i think i just jumped on the bandwagon to be honest okay. yeah, <laughs> when watercolor okay. started yeah. becoming popular especially in the wedding
0: industry yeah. And I was just really drawn to it, and I started practicing it that way. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Now, have you ever – have you seen, like, the Bible journaling where they do yes. it in the watercolor? Like, there's that's people – that their whole podcast no, – their whole Instagram is around them. Like, this is so cool. Yes. Pan people lettering do job and, with that, too. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah,
1: I wish I was – I admire people
0: who can do the hand lettering. Yeah. Is that okay? well? Do you not do yeah. the hand lettering on yours? No, those those are fonts. Oh, mm-hmm. they look amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> do so what I pretty. can. Yeah, yeah know, I told. I'm going to show. I them know share. my strengths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I get that completely. I didn't. I have a girlfriend who's my graphic designer. I'm like all things. Here's the idea. You come up with it. So it's a fun. It's definitely a fun space to be in because mm-hmm. you get to really utilize think outside of the box. You have to think outside of the box. And
1: it just, it feels good to be in flow state. Yes.
0: Ooh, did you ever listen to the flow state podcast? I did not. Oh, there's a flow specialist also coming to the retreat and we did an entire podcast on like what it means to be in the mental state of flow and how it correlates to like your body flow and Mm -hmm. everything else. It's amazing. It's very interesting too. too. So if you haven't looked it up, I don't remember what it's Jeannie Landis is the flow specialist Uh, of our area. She's incredible. She, I keep Telling you needs to do a workshop at the NX. I would I would definitely yeah. yeah. okay. go. <laughs> you have so that's another thing is we're talking about the NX and I can foresee you putting on workshops, whether it's either learning the fundamentals of watercolor, but really I'm thinking of the home and heart center space. It's coming you said, up. okay. Yeah, I've okay. been brainstorming on some yes, things. I love it. I love, it. <laughs> I love all things new, business blossom. Like that's all where good. my heart is. It does. All it's the so feels. good. Um, so we have a girlfriend who is launching her website today for her Ooh, passion project. That's it's, exciting. Yes. From prodigal to princess, check her out. And um, have, so do you have like a full on website yet for home and heart center? Is it also maybe in the for-
1: forecast? I keep going back and forth on whether I need yeah. a website. Right. Uh, even just for the Barefoot Bungalow. Yeah. I have like a small e-commerce okay, just landing say, page. I do have an Etsy shop. Okay. Okay. Um, but other than that, I have like a small landing page too. Yeah. which just uh, showcases my products and you can shop through there as cool. well. But maybe.
0: Yeah. So a lot of your stuff's just all freelance, just through your real estate people knowing you. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. So yeah. majority all Virginia Beach or Hampton Roads.
1: Yep. I can do hand delivery in Hampton Roads um, and they come with cute little bags so you can with black ribbons and I make them yeah. look nice and pretty for you to just, all you have to do is hand right it right them. off to your clients your buyers or your sellers so awesome. and uh, I can ship. Yeah. Okay. Nationwide. Okay. Awesome. I have a lot of clients in Texas and Louisiana. Oh, interesting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No family there that creates the roots. All right. There you go. That's awesome. It must be something with Google Ads or them like grabbing your keywords. (laughs) Yes. Just go with it. Just let the doors open. So, question going towards your faith. So we talked about fitness, and I want to hear. And you've mentioned God briefly, and. The meditative and the prayer What is that what does that look like as a part of your home
1: uh definitely am more spiritual yeah i actually have my personal instagram page that yep. i turned into my spiritual journey page oh, i've been cool. going through a spiritual awakening for the past three years wow okay so i've been really opening up about that yeah and it's what's that page called just patrice jockson
0: okay, okay yeah my yep. name all right mm-hmm. So tell me, tell me about that experience. Cause I feel like there are so many different layers to it. And even just some of the keywords that you're sharing, um, they are a part of my testimony. Okay. So has it been like a therapy journey? Have you been in therapy for it? Has it just been a personal like diving in? It's been very
1: personal. Yeah. Uh, just started out with a lot of questions, mm-hmm. feeling lost a bit. Yeah. Always, I grew up non-denominational yeah. Christian. I mm-hmm. grew up in the church, yeah. and I still had lots of questions. Yeah. And always been very strong in my faith. Sure, but just as I got older, just thinking for myself yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, sure. And yeah. so I had questions, and then I hit postpartum depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that really just, I had to dig myself out of there. Yeah, it's hard. Um, And that's how all of, but when you're sitting in stillness and listening and going within. Wow. And you don't, you don't know the next steps or what's coming
0: next. That's where you find the answers. So where, so if you were to give insight to somebody like currently going through that, um, they're in that place and they're crying out, Reese, how do I, what do I, where do I? Mm-hmm. How do you navigate someone towards that? Have you helped anybody else? I hope that
1: I am helping people yeah. through my, like I mentioned, my sure. Instagram page. Yeah. Um, some people are a little standoffish about sure. it, a little bit, uh, you know, with the background and mm-hmm. if they're super religious. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. different perspective. Not people. Not a lot of others are as open yeah. to looking at things a little differently. Sure. Um so personally speaking to others, I haven't been comfortable opening up about it just yet, just like one on one. Yeah. Because you never know how people are gonna react. (laughs) Yeah, of course. But um on my page I do I have a lot of positive messages. Amazing. Everybody is in my DMs just telling me thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So So I feel like I am making a difference. And every time I do a lot of videos on there on different topics, um, all geared towards helping inspiring and encouraging other spiritual waking noobs is like what i like to call it it. so just to make them feel more comfortable they're not alone and make sure
0: they don't feel like they're going crazy because they're not going crazy that (laughs) is a huge thing i don't Mm -hmm. know i always call it my quarter life crisis and it's probably not funny when you're, I wasn't funny when I was actually experiencing it. I'm sure you can resonate and know that it is not a funny experience to go through. And I experienced components of postpartum with my son. And then again with my daughter and son, but it Mm. was after like she was almost a year old, and I was still in this, like, fog mm-hmm. of identity crisis. And, like, what am I doing? Who am I? Where am I going? Um, and it was way sim- way deeper, and I-, and I had to understand what those roots were before I could ever move forward. Um, but it did take, for me, personal therapy as well as that personal experience of just, like, reading, listening, mm-hmm. being. Um, I- that's when I let go of Modern Maternity and Maternity Boutique because I... I was pursuing something that I didn't even know why or where I was going right. um, in addition to, like, c- comprehending motherhood, um, mm-hmm. comprehending being a wife, even though I had been a wife for that many years. I'm like, mm-hmm. hold on a second. Like, this isn't what I imagined it would be. Yep. How do I navigate this moving forward? Um, so to allow people that space to and grace to say it's okay mm-hmm. to, to navigate it. And, and it's also really important mm-hmm. to confront it because yeah, otherwise you're seeing st- stagnant in this sense of brokenness or this sense of quote-unquote crazy you definitely have
1: to push through it yeah it's it's definitely worth it it's a oh, difficult journey but yeah. it is worth it yeah it is it absolutely is i feel like a totally different person now and I experienced so much immense bliss and joy that I've never Mm -hmm. experienced before and I've always been a happy-ish person like I never struggled with depression or anything like that before so to come on the other side and like know the difference between what I thought I was happy Mm -hmm. and now
0: feeling what true happiness feels like so good it's It's amazing so good Mm -hmm. that's really beautiful so with you had a kid at that point obviously as you were walking through that if it's been for how long did you say about three years Yes. That you've been doing it. How has your spouse like come alongside you during that time? So he is not very
1: vocal. Okay. I like to talk a lot <laughs> okay. about how I'm feeling. Sure. And communication. Sure.
0: Typical woman uh, yes. versus man. Yes. Yeah.
1: And he listens. He's okay. a very good listener and he's starting to open up and he is on the same page. So he's yeah. that's awesome. That getting helps. where I'm coming from, yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's different because like they internalize so much. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're not listening. It's not that they're not responding. They're just responding in how they know how to respond. Um, so I've found that in order to like meet my husband in those needs, it's been my ability to listen. And sometimes that listening is me being really quiet Mm. and giving him the space after I answer a question one, not to answer his question for him, yeah. <laughs> or two, well, let me tell you what I'm thinking. You know, like, I, if there's an, I'm, like, weird when there's this void of, of, silence. of silence. I have to process it a little bit more. Yeah. Now. So, like, giving them that space and then just, all right, well, we'll talk about it later. I'd love to know what you're thinking. Or I'd love to know what comes about maybe after you simmer on it for a couple of days exactly. and circling back to those conversations. We're actually
1: going through a 33-day journey together. Cool. And every night we uh, put aside, you know, 15, 30 minutes. that that's awesome. been that's been amazing. His feedback has been awesome
0: as wow. well. He's
1: opening up more.
0: That's really um, cool. Is it a long, a like a book um, or is it just an activity uh, that you found? Yes. I okay. watch a lot of Gaia. Okay.
1: Yep. <laughs> so it was someone up there that was uh, on a show. Okay. I remember which show he was on, but he was promoting his 33 day okay. journey. So and cool. Basically, they just send you emails every yep. day, and, and within the email it has like some your prompter. material. And okay. That you can really be cool.
0: practice. I did um, one a few years ago, and it was uh, it was a 30 day practice. And it, the front of the book looks like what to expect when you're expecting. It's super cheesy and horrible, but it was called I want to say it was Project Thirty Three, but that was a clothing thing that I did. Have you uh, ever heard of that? No. Where you like minimize your closet to thirty items and you do it for three months and you can only wear those. I think 30 I'm already items. there though. Are you? Oh, I'm weird. Minimize. Like I don't like shopping. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I would don't not really, guess that no. about you. You're so stylish. <laughs> oh, <No>, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I have like five stylish outfits. <laughs> Well, uh, I'll make sure each time to compliment your five outfits. (laughs) That's awesome. That's really cool. So anyway, it was like this. It was a thirty-day project, but it was supposed to be in secret from your spouse, and you were supposed to give them like do something for them every day, and you're not supposed to comment. I did this for you. Mm -hmm. And there's supposed to be no real end goal other than to see the transformation of your own heart and the transformation of their heart. And uh, I tried to get a couple of girls to do it with me, but I don't think, I think I ended up doing it solo, but this book is pink. Mm -hmm. And, and so my daughter, of course, being a little girl, like she navigated towards this book since she was walkable and could reach the shelf and she would pull this book out and he knew after the fact that I had done it because it's. One of those things that by the end, when you've changed something so immensely, they're going to notice you're in such close quarters. They're like, oh, thanks so much. There was a lot of like gratitude coming from it. And my desire to like want to do those things more often became a, um, almost like a need versus like, I want to do it, but I never do it. It was, I need to do something today. Um, so she would just pull this book off the shelf and it would be, I mean, we were going through highs and lows, highs and lows experiencing, you know, that spiritual awakening concept, that identity evolution. He had to come alongside as I was figuring out who I was. And that is not an easy job for anybody to Mm do. Even in friendship, I've had a lot of friends lost because, they don't Mm -hmm. get it. And they're like, Mm -hmm. who are you? Why are you? You know? And I didn't feel like I was different. I knew I had a lot of differences, but I wasn't a different person at my heart center. Um, I just came into my joy. I came into this, this conversation of like, this is who I am. and I'm not going to be apologetic for it Mm -hmm. one way or another. Um, because I felt like I lived a lot of my life around shame already. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to step out of that shame and step into shame of being somebody that I knew I was supposed to be. So anyway, she would bring this book around the house and I would just see it laying around and obviously naturally as a mom go to put it away. But every single time it was like this subtle reminder, um, saying, don't forget. Don't forget. Oh, yeah. Don't forget. And so the book's now put in a different shelf because we've moved since then. Um, but my daughter, like, I'll always remember her carrying around that little pink book because she couldn't even read. She couldn't That's even beautiful, speak. beautiful, though. Yes. Yeah, like, such a sign from the heavens of just, like, Transformation. a little, little mm-hmm. note here and there. So it's interesting to see how our kids then exude those spiritual awakening pieces of identity into their lives because you're giving them freedom to do so. Mm-hmm. So it will be cool as your son like continues to grow. What's his name? Christian. Christian. I love it. Yes. Yeah. It'll be cool to see how that continues to evolve. Yes, and- we meditate a lot.
1: Yeah. And I, I do meditation with him and teach um, him breathing
0: techniques. Okay. Awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Is he calm natured like you? No. Okay. <laughs> so it's a, more of a need than... <laughs> Typical <laughs> <So, Uncle laughs> boy. That sounds like my son. So my there is you have to look up this guy named William Hoff. Okay. So he um, actually is like the longest-standing um, free diver beneath glaciers, oh. and oh. he had to practice this like element of breathing in order to be able to do that. And that obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he could like put his. He was trying to teach his body to go into a state of hypothermia. Mm-hmm. So that he was prepared for the true state of hypothermia and how to work his way back out of it and so he can raise his temperature and decrease his temperature all by breath work and so it's he has this i mean he's incredibly brilliant he's had neuroscientists around him studying all the things that he's learned um but that it can teach us like how to get healthy just off of breath like if you're Mm. ailing and sick for some reason you know some sort of disease even through the cancer component that breath work can actually be proven to get you through it in addition to it, it's the mindset through the breath work and all of those things so i totally believe in in the experience of practicing that and how important it is just mindfulness in general yes and i am not good it's at that
1: a huge difference it is. does
0: it does so teachers i don't know if it's still available but there's an app called the calm app have you heard of this
1: it's a. It's kind of a Yeah, it's a yeah, and
0: it's a subscription. So if it's kind of pricey, if you're not paying, for, if you're if it's paid for, I think it's I want to say forty nine or sixty nine dollars a month. Mm-hmm. But there's I mean really long meditations to really short meditations um, for children all the way up to adults and. Everything that you could think of stress, anxiety, maternity, post maternity I mean, all of the topics are covered. And they um, recently let it be free for teachers so that you could practice it in their classrooms because how important is it to just. Five minutes, we're just going to calm down. They have bedtime story ones that you can listen to with Mm -hmm. your child, even though we should probably be reading to them. But sometimes you just don't have time for that. So it's like, here, listen (laughs) to this. I'll be back in five minutes. And um, so I haven't fully experienced the app and everything that it's offered personally. But for the kids, we listen to it. So something to to look into. Calm is what it's called. Yes. Mind that. Yes. (laughs) So what else? Tell me anything. Tell me anything. If we were just having coffee and we were just getting to know each other. Or you wanted to ask me a question? Well, uh, where are you from here? I am. Born okay. and raised. How about you? Me too? Yeah. Husband too? Yep. Wow. Was, my husband too. What school did you go to? Town. Okay. I was Ocean Lakes. Oh, husband was far. Kellum. My husband, Salem. Salem. Look oh, at that. I love it. We covered all oh, that wood. That's hot. Did you know I'm in high school? I did not. Okay. How'd you guys meet? Oh, Lord. Uh-oh.
1: At a the club. Store. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I knew it was coming out. <laughs> what at a club?
1: club. I don't know if you guys remember, but there used to be a club at the, ocean pro- at
0: the oceanfront called Club Exus Okay, yeah, I did do. Did you go? Yes, <laughs> I did. I've been there, done that. <laughs> you are not alone, sister. Yes. That's in our previous days, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So it was winter break of my freshman year. Of, of college. college. Okay, yes, and you went to college I around him. here? or VCU. A VCU. Oh, that's right. You said that mm-hmm. at the beginning. Okay, really cool. So he was... Is he older than you? Two years older. Okay, so he was in school at the time or working? No,
1: he didn't go to school. He went through the apprentice program at... Used to be north of Grumman, now Huntington Ingalls.
0: Okay, neat. Is he still there? Mm-hmm. Okay, wow, yeah. that's a long duration of being at the same place. Oh yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Good for him. Um, I think like story, the evolution of people's stories, especially if you've known each other's that long, mm-hmm. and like I said, walking through any sort of change in your in your relationship. Did you guys date a long time before you got married, or
1: we dated? Well, we've been together for thirteen years. Yeah. We've been married for. Going on seven at the end of this okay.
0: month. We're so similar. We yeah. were 11, 12 together this year, and we've been married for seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that really was interesting. To- <laughs> Very interesting. And we, I mean, we did like so much traveling when we were first together, and like we lived it up. So we had a baby pretty soon after we got married, like we were ready because Coop's six. so I'm going to be seven in June. Yeah. I think I
1: was yeah. 24.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really, really cool. I love, I just love learning about people. I think that that's something we don't do enough of. It's so fast when you're at a networking event or, you know, it's like you want this time with people or you find them on Instagram or, or social media nowadays. And this is the part just circling back to like the developing friendships, like you are only as big as what you put yourself out there to be. Oh yes. And it is uncomfortable sometimes. And being vulnerable with somebody new, it's like, I don't know if I can even trust them. And here I am shoving a mic in your face. Don't just trust me. (laughs) Trust all the followers and all the listeners. It's all good. But at the same time, it's like the – it's the growing opportunity that then gives you another space to say, "Oh yeah, she's got my back." Even if we don't talk for another month or so, you know, I think that it's really important for us to know within our community that there are people advocating for our success, advocating for our growth, and advocating yes. for the things that you believe in. And Absolutely, I totally believe in Home and Heart Center. Thank you.
1: You're yes. welcome. I'm excited. I'm to see excited where it about grows. that, and it's this is another thing that I've been trying to push myself to get out there more. And I think it comes with the spiritual awakening or the spiritual alignment and not being, just being able to trust the process. So then you don't, you know, close off any, opportunities or more open to more yeah. opportunities and meeting new people and yeah. being able to see the red flags and reading people's vibes totally, and totally. knowing that, you know, this is not the space for me or this is not yep. for me. Absolutely. And then just working around that and not taking it as personally.
0: Absolutely. You know what I mean? I agree. Yep. And it like, that's a part of, you know, setting expectations around people or not having expectations and like walking into a situation and just being like, this is just an opportunity. We'll see where it goes mm-hmm. and not putting that limitation on your experience because before, whether we limited ourselves from our own like closed off mindset Mm -hmm. or we limited ourselves because we didn't think that we were good enough or worthy enough or whatever it be, qualified enough. Like we are enough. And so walking into an experience that is seemingly handed to you because this was, this is so organic. Like there is nothing non-organic and nobody said, go do this, do this, nope. meet this person, do this. We just landed here. Yep. And I love that. And I Thank love you that for perfect. inviting me. Yeah, my pleasure. It really is. Yeah, it's been amazing. I'm so excited for the people who are on the other end to get to listen to you. That you surely exude this like air of like wisdom and and truth that I just I can see it like in everything that you are and and I think it's really amazing to be able to then take that passion and that natural tendency into what you do because it's it's a gift to be able to do that
1: oh thank you it is
0: yeah painting in and of itself has that like um, I call it Wusa, mm-hmm. which is my, my centering word. If I'm like, oh, there's a lot going on. I'm like, Wusa, just get through it. You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Is that painting when I used to do the belly casting, it was like you can't really think of anything else i couldn't anyway it was you were right there so in the midst of it and yet free at the same time oh yeah because there's this color experience it's and hard like, to ex-
1: uh, explain it but it's the best
0: feeling it is that mm-hmm. flow that's what that flow is and so to people get it in so many different ways and that's what i love about meeting new people Is like what what triggers you in a good so way so interesting yeah mm-hmm. it's so so cool so you're going to be at book club on thursday we've already plugged annex <laughs> once so we're going to do it again so book club is hosted the first thursday of every month second thursday second of thursday. thursday of every month mm-hmm. and they follow along entrepreneurial books or just passion books or bestsellers or whatever it be right have you done nonfiction and fiction no okay it's, it's, it's mainly all nonfiction. fiction mm-hmm. okay um, self-help kind of things and I usually see what they're doing and then listen to the audible I'm an audible person with baby well I say babies my babies aren't really babies anymore but I still say that they're toddlers um, and just with busy like life it's a great travel experience and opportunity to listen though I do love holding a book um, so I might see you this Thursday okay I, mean, I really hope fun. to see you there it'd be awesome but see each other outside of the lights that are being shined on this
1: the best community there it honestly yeah. is and it's real and raw people are yeah. on Honest mm-hmm. and it's always authentic,
0: genuine people that yeah. are all about community over competition. So so. Good. And I think that what inspired me even more to go was that Megan said, "Some people don't even read the book; they just come because they right. know that the topic is good." And I'm like,
1: "Great!" I'm because that would people. be me. <laughs>
0: And then I'm maybe, not ashamed. Okay. and then maybe what they read about, I will then be engaged enough to go get the audible version and listen. But um, the one that really stuck out recently, and I, it's funny as we talked through, and again, there's there's a specific words. It almost sounds like you are a therapist, even if you haven't even walked through therapy. What you've learned, self learned, self taught, is. is so good it's so good so you. give yourself credit for everything that you walk through because you you absolutely have what it takes to keep moving forward but also to shed light for other people and I love that about you um but that it was called and excuse my language this is supposed to be like a, a wholesome podcast but it's unfuck yourself yeah okay it's yeah. so good it's such <laughs> good a good yeah. book it and is. I it really is. the accent the Irish accent like got me because at first I was like I don't know if I can listen to this guy mm. the whole way through but sure enough I went straight through when I was driving with my kiddos everyone was asleep and I listened to it and it was such good wisdom around all of the same things that we're talking about just a little bit more like nail on the head probably for a man there's no like caressing there's no like raw soft emotion in that book but it's like to the point and I'm like okay I value what you're putting down yes Some people do need that. So maybe I'm not the right podcast and you should go listen to his book. But (laughs) in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. It was such a pleasure to have you. And I'm excited to see where all of your passion projects go, how further collaborations can happen, and how our community is really going to benefit from everything that you've walked through. Thank you so much. It's a ripple effect. It definitely is. Yes. You're welcome. Yay! Hey y'all, I hope in today's episode you sense an ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your wholeness journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at Fit and Faith with the hashtag Podcast, so I can help you stay accountable. We're in this together, right? Community over competition is the motto. I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. Let's fuel the flame and share the gift of wholeness with everybody. Until next time, cheers to your health and happiness.